Okay, welcome to um, Ralphie Reports at the buzzer. Is it at the buzzer or before the buzzer? Uh, at the buzzer. Okay, I am Sam. This is Jack Barsh. Hello. Um, and we're going to talk today about um, the NCAA tournament so far and how brackets have been doing, what our predictions are, and another treat later on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that, that input. Well, I guess I'll start because my bracket's a little more um, braggable. I, uh, I actually hit on quite a few of the tiny upsets um, and something that no one should be bragging about, I guess, is how, how chalk I went, how favorite heavy I went, and how that's paying off. How many Sweet 16 teams do you have left? Uh, I only have 12, but all my Elite 8 teams are still alive. Oh, I have 14 Sweet 16 teams left. <clears throat> yeah, but how many Elite 8 teams do you have? Everyone. Well. <laughs> uh. I, but I picked Virginia, so who's the real winner here? I picked Gonzaga in my championship bracket. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. My my dark horse Texas Tech is still alive and kicking ass. Uh, and boy, they're when they decide to play defense and lock people down, it's almost impossible to beat them. Yeah, I also should say that this is a different bracket than the one I talked about on our first podcast, and that okay. I had Florida I had Florida State beating Gonzaga, and then I thought about it a little bit more, and I just think Gonzaga is a little bit too talented to lose that game. At a macro level, I don't agree with your decision to have multiple brackets and multiple uh, outcomes in those brackets. I think that's, that's cheating. No, I mean, like, that's fair, but I also only did two brackets. And they're almost identical. It was just one had Oregon winning and one had UC Irvine winning. <laughs> like, that's the only difference between the two. By the way, did you see UC Irvine's coach? I did not watch that game. I think I was eating Indian food. Well, so, first of all, I mean, good choice. But second of all, the guy is a pretty hot coaching candidate, obviously, because UC um, Irvine won 30 games, 31 games, and just dominated the Big West. But I guess he had to, he had to come out and apologize because he called he was trash-talking Oregon's players during the game. Oh, as he should have. And I believe it was Lewis. Not apologize, King. as he should have trash talked. Sorry. Uh, well, I believe he called Lewis King Queen the entire de the entire game. That's not even clever. It's not a good trash talk. It's not a great look. And um, I don't know if if as if as an opposing coach, you're gonna shit talk the other team's players. You please, you have so much time with them. Please be more creative than that. Yeah, absolutely. And be like, if you're going to do it, make it funny. Like make it entertaining, like Bobby Hurley, I'm sure, does. And I always love those NBA coaches. The NBA coaches, like, uh, fuck, who was it? Um, who was, like, screaming at three-point shooters. I, I don't know. I mean, I had to imagine Don Nelson had some ridiculous. <laughs> um. So, wait, hang on a second. So, I have – 
Belmont in my Sweet 16, they lost. And then I have Villanova in my Sweet 16 because I was underrating Purdue. But that's it. Yeah, I'm always – I'm just going to perpetually underrate Purdue until we <clears throat> look at it in a different format. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I took my moonshots. I had Murray State and Belmont advancing to the Sweet 16. You know, it's more fun for me to root for that than it is to root for anything else. Yeah, I can still root. I was still rooting for Murray State. I just didn't think they would win. Okay, well, sounds like you're better at separating the logic with the emotions, which is... You know when I usually have how far CU goes in my brackets when they make it? Yeah, which um, luckily I haven't had to face that dilemma in the past few years. No, I think I had them beating Connecticut last time they were in it. Which, to be fair, we sh- they should have. I mean, it should have happened. I mean, yeah. Watch, watch that game again. It, it, I, I don't want to. That game was disgusting. The turnovers in the second half. That's, I guess that's what happens when your entire team is built around Josh Scott and George King. Yeah. Oh, my God, I love George King. <sighs> so, he wasn't, he wasn't yeah. appreciated enough. I don't know. I... I have Duke losing this next round. I kind of wish I picked him before, even though that would be wrong. I picked Virginia Tech. I also picked Virginia Tech to beat Duke. I like it, though. It's I'm feeling a lot pick. better about it after the UCF almost upset. Which was uh, – it brought me on the edge of tears. On the edge of tears? Oh, absolutely. It, to have that many – they had two amazing chances – in the last 10 seconds to knock off Duke after they already had it in the bag. They missed the alley-oop. Taco Fall fouls out. They, yeah. Duke gets the offensive put back on the end one. And then they still have two fantastic spots near the rim. Yeah, that was rough. And, 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 and everything went Duke's way. In fairness, I feel clairvoyance because when uh, Zion hit that layup, I told my mom that he was going to miss the free throw and they were going to get the offensive rebound. Well, it would have been smart if you did that on purpose. Yeah. It wasn't on purpose, but... Uh, but well, you also don't miss intentionally a game-tying free throw. Well, now, <laughs> now people will. Now people will. This yeah. is like basically the plot of Semi-Pro, right? Um, you know, I've successfully avoided that movie. Oh, no. Jackie Moon, Jackie Moon misses the free throw at the end, and Woody Harrelson gets the putback. Wait, Woody Harrelson is in that movie? Yes, and Andre 3000. Man. And some other random ass people, like, uh, what's the guy from... Uh, Will Arnett is in that? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, he's amazing. He's eating nachos the whole game. Andy Richards? Okay. Okay, so I am going to watch this movie. Ed Helms? Oh, Boy, yeah. Jason Sudeikis? Okay, what is, what is the cast? <laughs> okay, so with Virginia Tech, Duke. I'm really confident with Virginia Tech because I think UCF laid a very solid blueprint to beat them. Oh, I'm not confident. I, th- I actually think that Duke will win. I hope they don't. I, I mean, I think they'll win, too. I just like Virginia Tech's chances. Yeah, I mean, UCF showed basically just let him shoot. 
Yeah. Just let Duke shoot. That's paint. fine. That that's perfect. Paint. Virginia Tech doesn't have anyone like Taco that can legitimately strike fear in Zion at times. I mean, nobody needs to, but my thing with Virginia Tech is that they can hit a bunch of the shots that UCF was missing. UCF's not a good offensive team whatsoever. Well, Johnny Dawkins at UCF is still the same as Johnny Dawkins was at Stanford. Yeah. Where he'll get, he'll get some solid guards and he'll get a good big and he'll just say, figure it out, stupid, and that's the offense. <laughs> um, he got I mean, bailed out by – in that game, he got bailed out by his kid. Audrey Dawkins was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I, Virginia Tech luckily has some great shooters, and they have uh, Justin Robinson now who can penetrate, one of the best penetrators in the country. Yeah, he's terrific. Uh, and there's no one on Duke other than Zion who's good enough inside to counter that. Trey Jones is a great perimeter defender, but RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish are uh, disinterested <laughs> on that side of the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I think Cam Reddish is disinterested on both sides of the ball. See, I like him. I know, I guess, he has waning effort problems, but his stroke is so smooth. Oh, no, I know. He's been called, though, like an empty gym all-star. <laughs> like, he, he looks well, like he should be a great player. He's a pretty good player. Uh, he's shooting, like, below 40% from the field, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but he hits threes, and my eyes say, oh, okay. No, he okay. doesn't. He's like a 33% shooter from three. Yeah, you have stats, but I'm saying in my fleeting glances, I've, oh, I've watched him play for a total of 40 minutes this year at least. <laughs> he is a very pretty jumper. Like I saw. He is a really pretty jumper, and he's very tall, and he kind of looks like Paul George in how he moves, so people will compare him to Paul George. I mean, I still – RJ Barrett is still my favorite on that team. Oh. Including – I love uh, high-volume, low-efficiency scorers. Yeah, I know. I okay, we, like we've them. talked about this before, and I can't – I'm, I'm going to have an aneurysm if we keep going. <laughs> um, well, let's move to my favorite player in college basketball. Um, I have Michigan State beating LSU. Okay, yeah, same. Cassius Winston is – just perfection. He is the perfect college point guard. I So I have Michigan State winning too, but I want LSU to win because I want to see how far they can go without a coach. How many wins can they vacate? Can they set the record for most <laughs> wins vacated? No, that would be Louisville. Or Louisville, sorry. Oh my. Did you really just <laughs> I I had dinner in Louisville like last night. So I'm sorry. That's, I mean, that's fine. I just call it Patino Town. Oh, that's Minnesota now. Unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah. So what else do you have? you have Virginia winning? I have Virginia winning at all, but, yeah, I have them. Yeah. I think they're going to pretty handily beat Oregon. Oregon has solid press and a <laughs> really good trap defense. I can't imagine what Oregon's going to look like on offense <laughs> against that team. They're already struggling. Yeah. And then you add in the fact that Virginia has – I don't know if the best backcourt in the country, but the most solid backcourt in the country. Ty Jerome and Kyle Guy are not going to turn the ball over. Hey, I'm proud that both of us called the uh, the 12 over 13 second round game because that's really rare. <laughs> and we both called it very comfortably. Yeah. 
I well, Oregon hasn't lost in what two months? Like they haven't. It's it's crazy the run they went on. I mean, it's in fairness they haven't played any good teams, but I mean yeah. Wisconsin's pretty solid. I don't Wisconsin, think Wisconsin's good. They'd be top two at least the Pac-12. That's not saying anything. <laughs> you know Dayton. I'm sure Dayton would have been third place Dayton in the Pac-12. Top four. Dayton would have gotten the first round by. Yeah. Absolutely. Utah was the third seed. That is crazy. That team is not good whatsoever. No, and what's even crazier about that is they had three seniors or four seniors. They had some crazy amount of experience. They should have been they should have been rolling. But anyways, um, I have Virginia pretty handily. And then Tennessee. I have Tennessee beating Purdue. I mean, I've been picking against Purdue Consistently, so that uh, says a lot about you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Matt Harms is mainly what it says about me. I, despite not, despite liking high volume scorers, I'm not a huge fan of Carson Edwards. Oh, I'm really surprised. I know. I think it's because he's a he's a point guard, and I I have very specific things I want my point guards to do. You want yeah. them to be limited. You say limited. I say defined by their role. Shaped by what they, by what they create for other players. Yeah, I mean, same thing as I'm saying. <laughs> um, except you, you love John Morant. Everybody does. So. Oh yeah, but that's because he he passed. He was still creating for others constantly. He just it's kind of like McKinley where he just decides like, okay, I'm going to take over now, and he'll just rattle off 15 straight. The difference is John Morant has to take over for like. 38 out of the 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And he's good enough to do it and doesn't have any teammates, as we saw. In okay, that that's play. not true. Whoever that big was, that the only that man guy? larger than Evan Batty. Yeah. but he's That guy big. was fantastic. I'm looking, I'm looking at the roster now. You don't lose by 28 in a game where he goes off in the first half unless you're bad. Well, they made the they made the tournament, which is better than most teams. And they won, what is it, 29 games this year? 28, 28 games? Didn't Trey Young get Oklahoma to the tournament last year? Yeah, Trey, Trey Young is great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, Darnell, Darnell Coward. Oh. 6'8", 295. One of the what best. The he was great, man. He looked out of breath after he made every shot. And yet he still made the shots. Okay, fair. <laughs> okay, moving on to my favorite point guard. Uh, who do you have in North Carolina, Auburn? Is it Kobe White? Is that your of favorite? Of course it is. I love him. I, I also love Kobe White. And I have, I have North Carolina beating him. Yeah. Uh, Auburn is uh, hot and cold. Yeah. They, were, they set the nets on fire against Kansas. I don't think that lasts. I don't like how their team is constructed. Uh, and I also I, – I love Kobe White. I love Kenny Williams. Um, Luke May's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know enough about Auburn to have an informed opinion, but I do like North Carolina's team. I think they're well-rounded enough to outscore them, especially if Auburn goes on a cold shooting night. But Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Auburn is built on the backs. They have two senior guards, Bryce Brown and Jared Harper. Actually, I don't know if they're seniors, but two experienced guards in Bryce Brown and Jared Harper, and they just chuck threes and draw fouls. 
and then they have they pair those with super athletic bigs that can guard the rim and they run really hard off the pick and roll. Yeah. Okay. I'll believe so, you. I haven't watched any other games yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, that's the team, and when they can shoot, it works, and when they can't shoot, it fails. I've read that much about them too. Yeah. Um, so you have Kentucky over Houston, I assume. Houston's not. Uh, yeah. It, good. Are they both Wildcats? No, Houston's Cougars. Yeah, yeah. we'll get to that very soon. <laughs> yeah, I have Kentucky over Houston. Um, was- PJ Washington's still not going to play. I still don't think that matters. He, he hasn't <laughs> played yet? Or he's not going to play? Uh, no, I don't think so. Is he out? It, he might be out for the year. They're being very uh, coy. About it. If he's out, I think that they'll win this, but I think North Carolina would actually beat them for the final four without him. I'm not so sure about that. I mean, he's their best player, but I still think they have enough to – but, I mean, I am biased towards them. Yeah, I, I do like their team. I think that they're also a little bit too physical for North Carolina, but I guess we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, so Houston's a guard-oriented team. Um, their top five scorers are all guards under 6'5". What? Yeah. So I think they're going to put Ashton Hagen like Corey Davis, who's their number one basket getter, and they're just going to let everyone else try to beat him and then just play bully ball inside, let Reed Travis hug someone. Yeah, um, I don't think – I don't think they're going to have a problem. Looks like their biggest guy, sixth in scoring, is Breon Brady. What's his D rating? His D rating? Uh, oh, it's pretty solid. 93 or 87 this year. That's really, really low. That's great. Well, and low is good. So. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know what that stat meant for a long time. I know that. Mm-hmm. I thought Dell. Delion Brown's freshman beginning <laughs> of 120 was super good. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes when I want to just, like, cut my eyes out, I look at the 2014 team stats and just look at – or 2015 team stats and just look at Akiazili's stats. <laughs> and he was like a, a 60 offensive rating. Well, and was that the year where he shot one of 20 from three-point? Oh, no, this was uh, – I'm mixing up the two years because I forgot what year Derek White was yeah, here. But, yes. Hopplers. CU was playing four on five. Uh, on offense, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I was going to say actually about the Duke game is that – oh, my God. Okay, Akazili, a 75 – or a 77 offensive rating. Yikes. Minus 4.2 offensive box plus minus. That's absurdly bad. Out of what, 20 minutes? <laughs> um, so he averaged 10 minutes a game. I mean, tell you what, he's, he's getting paid to play basketball right now. So As he should be. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I was going to say about Duke is that they were playing basically three on five against UCF, which is crazy. Duke was? Yeah, because uh, Goldmeyer shoots 9% from three. See, yeah. but he hit a three. Can't shoot. What? He hit a three in that game. Yeah, and then he celebrated like he just won the lottery. 
Well, it's not exactly the same odds, but UCF should have let them let him shoot that every time. I, I'm pretty sure they got close too. I mean, yeah, in that that's game, actually what I do at the rec when I'm playing against someone who can't shoot. I just stand back when they have the ball and I just yell, "Shoot it!" Wow, that's aggressive. Yeah, then they don't. <laughs> yeah, usually what I do is I don't. I just let anyone shoot it because my my theory is number one, I'm very lazy on defense. Yeah. Number two, if you were good enough to hit a three point consistently, you wouldn't be playing rec ball at CU at that's, five or whatever. I don't agree with that. Well, um, I win more than I lose, not because I'm good, but because uh, I have friends who are good. I'm sure you also intentionally guard someone who can't burn you off the dribble. Oh, they my, – my team knows what to do with me. They, they stick me on the slowest guy they see, and if uh-huh. he's small, it's great. If he's not, then I play post to you. Oh, But it's got to okay. be someone slow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Whereas I've learned I've learned at the rec that if I start running around the floor like Matisse Thibel and trying to block, block swap or block shots and pick off passes, nobody's going to call any fouls if I get a little too aggressive. Oh, if you run around and you're playing pickup, you're unstoppable. Anyone who gives effort is already hard, and if you give effort and you know what you're doing, like that's oh, the worst. Play yeah, and I've learned, I've learned that recently that if I give like 90% effort on defense and use all my energy there and then just spot up, and save energy on offense. Right. And if you're on my team, I love it. But if, if I'm playing against someone like you, I will constantly make fun of you under my breath. Yeah, that's true. Someone actually yelled at me last time I played because I trapped him in the corner and stole the ball from him. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you're running traps and pick up ball, that is a next level effort. <laughs> I, I'm there for the exercise. Yeah, and that's, um, that's exactly what people who beat me every time would say. Yeah, and I'm going to run around like hell for two hours or so. Yeah. And uh, try not to lose. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I have Gonzaga over Florida State. Yeah, I think that's actually a pretty easy call this year, even though this same matchup was yeah. reversed last year. And then I also have Texas Tech over Michigan. That is going to be – that's I think those are the number one and number two defenses of the country. I believe it. Wait, Virginia is. At least – oh, you're right. Yes. Yep. Well – Kempom? Hold on. Yeah, let's look at Kempom here. I know that Michigan is up there. Texas Tech is one, Michigan two, Virginia is three. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow Duke is top 10. What? Yeah. Kim Palm's going nuts this year. What the? And would you look at that? Look who sneaks into the top 40. It's Colorado at 39. Hey, oh. But, uh, yeah, that, that's going to be a defensive matchup. That's sparkling 23-12 and 12 win or record. Yeah, it's his, it's his fourth 21 season. It's Tad also, Boyle. this would be Tad Boyle's second best record ever. And hopefully it's not done. Yeah, hopefully it's not done. Hopefully that gets to be 24-12, which is 
incidentally the record they had in 2004 in 2012. Yeah, there's some that's some fancy math right there. What? Someone could do some fancy math with that. 24 and 12 and 2012. Okay, we don't let's not do that. That's a big <laughs> Okay, what's your key to that game? What to watch for? Um, I think if Brasdikas, Brasdikas, Michigan, can get hot, that's going to uh, that kind of mess up Texas Tech's plans because then they have to stick Culver on, they have to stick Culver on Brasdikas, which means. Charles Matt or yeah, Charles Matthews from Michigan is gonna be able to run a little bit freer. <clears throat> um, so it's just gonna rely on individual scoring like that. Xavier Simpson cannot touch the ball that much on offense. And um, I guess the Texas Tech side, they don't have to score that much. They have uh, they already have a hero in Culver that can get them points when they need it. Um, you just can't turn the ball over. Yeah, I think Michigan, their offense is more well-rounded. And I'm a little bit concerned if Culver if Culver has a bad shooting game, they're never going to win. Texas Tech? Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know if I agree with that. As long as that doesn't affect his defense, I don't see – I don't know if they need um, a super offensive output from him. I mean, he's nice because he can get – one-on-one points, but I don't think anyone else in that roster can. But Tariq Owens is a pretty nice weapon to have rim running, and you just need enough against Michigan. You don't need to score out. You know, you don't need to score ninety. They have a great defense, though. It might be difficult for the, them to get those clean looks. I, I, I guess I'm just assuming it's going to be hard for both teams to get clean looks. Nice fifty-fifty game. Yeah, I would lean more towards Texas Tech, but I've been – I haven't been a huge Michigan fan all year. Oh, sorry. I meant 50-50 as in the score. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can just say it both right now. It's a 50-50 game. It's probably going to end 50-50. All right. And so real quick, our Elite Eights are still the same as they were before. Mm-hmm. Um, so who's your final four? So then uh, I have Texas Tech beating Gonzaga. Okay. I don't agree, but whatever. Because I love Gonzaga's team this year, but it's hard for me to bet against defense. Um, I have Michigan State advancing from the east. Um, I have Virginia advancing from the south. And I have Kentucky advancing from the Midwest. Okay. I have – Kentucky, but I might pick North Carolina, depending on P.J. Washington. Um, then I have Virginia very comfortably beating yep. Tennessee. Yep. Um, as much as I love this Tennessee team, they're going to get destroyed by that team. Uh, yeah, I love both those teams. Jack Salt versus Grant Williams. There's going to be blood there. That's going to be fun to watch. Probably Jack Salt's blood. <laughs> Did you see Grant Williams just take the ball whenever he wanted on defense against Iowa? Yeah, well, and when they somehow made it to overtime, their entire offense was just get the ball to Grant Williams, and he, he won of the game. Yeah, I, I, I'm i a big fan of him. He's going to be yeah. a very fun Paul Millsap type in the NBA, too. Uh, that's probably a ceiling. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's his ceiling. He's probably Nuggets Paul Millsap. <laughs> yeah. Or Jazz Paul Millsap for you. Well, Jazz Paul Millsap was a little bit slimmer. He was a uh, – remember, he was coming off the bench for Carlos Boozer. So he yes, was an upgrade. <laughs> he was the taller version of the power forward. Hang on, what was that Jazz roster? It was Darren Williams, whom I hate. Their two guard, who was it? Did they have Kyle Corver there? They had a few. Ronnie Brewer is in there. Oh, Ronnie Brewer. That's what the roster I'm thinking of. And then Andre Kirilenko, Carlos Boozer, and then Mehmet Okur. Mehmet Okur. And then Legendary. they had Al Jefferson and Millsap off the bench. Man, that was such a fun team. I hated that team. I think that that's my least favorite team of all time. <laughs> because the <laughs> Nuggets were really slow, which is frankly ridiculous. What? You just don't like Jerry Sloan. No, I don't have a problem with Jerry Sloan. I hate Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer. Yeah, well, I guess if you hate Darren Williams, then you and Jerry Sloan agree. Yeah, that's actually why I kind of like Jerry Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So you have Jerry Sloan in your final four, is that right? Jerry Sloan? Yeah, he's in your final four. That's your last final four pick. Um, I have Virginia Tech over Michigan State. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am not that high on Michigan State. I don't really have any reasons. I'm just not that high. And you're super high on Virginia Tech. Yes, I am, because I just like their roster a lot. I really like Justin Robinson. I obviously love Nikhil Alexander-Walker. And then it's Carrie Blackshear. I called him Terry. (laughs) I looked it up and felt like an idiot. Yeah. Well, those things happen. Just text him and tell him that it's your bad. Oh, yeah. Speaking of large big men who are very versatile, I really want to know if it's legal for us to have Evan Batty on this podcast because that would be perfect. Well, yeah, it's, it's legal to have Evan Batty on this podcast unless you're planning on, like, kidnapping him. Don't do that. That would be – Oh, I don't want to kidnap him. I want to give him a big old hug. Okay. It's, it's sounding legal so far. Okay. I just want to make sure, like – we need to check with the editor to see if we can have players on our, the podcast. Because I don't even want to talk about basketball with him. I want to talk about life. <laughs> well, absolutely. And you know that's what Evan Batty wants. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't want to talk about basketball. He's nice enough to ask how your day's going. Yeah, I actually see him on Monday and Wednesday on my way to my morning class. And I always want to give him a hug. It sounds like you have the perfect opportunity to approach I really do. He always, he's always talking to people because he's very approachable. Just start leaving hints on his way to class, like chalk. Basically, write chalk on the way. So he's look when he's looking down on the way to the class. You just see. <laughs> hey, Ralph never report. puts his head down. You should know this. He always has his head up. Oh my gosh, I love him. I love him. He's our uh, favorite player. Okay, so this is the fun part. This is the surprise. Now we're going to redo all these Sweet 16 picks, but we're going to do it based on mascot fights. So I've been doing this article the, article the past two years, but it takes me like eight hours to write, and it gets very, very little readership. <laughs> so it's easier to – it had like 200 page views last year, and I was really disappointed. Right. So now we're just doing a quick little 30-minute um, run-through. Yes. Which will get very little listenership. Yes. Much more efficient. Yeah, the listenership might be just as low, but we'll see. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so to start, we have the Duke Blue Devils. Oh, no, that's my dog. Okay. Well, that's the correct response for hearing the words Duke Blue Devils. <laughs> yeah, and that dog, we're trying to get rid of her. Is this, is, is this part of the meth saga? Is this a meth dog? No, 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 no. This is not the meth dog. That meth head is out, and he actually got kicked out the day this podcast was published. Wow. Already affecting change. Mm-hmm. Now, that dog is just fat, ugly, barks, is, is mean to other dogs, and we don't like her. Wow. Okay. She's just... Um, and... You should know I'm a, I'm a stickler for the for the mascots. So okay, yeah, they're the Duke Blue Devils, mm-hmm. but they're they're called the Duke Blue Devils because they're named after a a, a elite French legion from World War One, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the Hokies, apparently, they're like yes. basically just Virginia Tech fans. That's yes. what a Hokie is. They used to be called the Gobblers because they would gobble up other teams. And from that, yeah, that turns pokies, blah, blah, blah. So what we're saying is when, we, when you hear Duke Blue Devil, are we treating it as the entity of a blue devil? Or are we saying this is an elite French legion of soldiers? I want to go with the elite legion of French soldiers okay. because they're actually going to get pretty far because they have, you know, weapons. <laughs> yes. Okay, cool. Okay, and so they're obviously going to advance over turkeys because, well, Virginia Tech fans, for one, I mean, they're just civilians. And if we take it as, like, the literal mascot of the turkey, it should be known that turkeys will drown if they stand up and look at the rain. Is that true? I've heard it is. I don't know if it's real. Oh, man. Yep. I don't feel bad about eating turkey. Yeah, they're really dumb. I don't feel bad. Um, um, okay, so, so then we move on to Tigers, Tigers versus Spartans. This is a classic matchup. Rome <laughs> doing this matchup way back when in the Gladiators. Not quite, but almost. They had, they they had tigers. They had lions, sure, but they no, I, but like. Well, the, the gladiators were Romans, the Spartans are Greek. Right, but it's the same concept. Yeah. Actually, even though the, the gladiators had better weapon technology because they were 200 <laughs> years, whatever. That's true. Advanced. But Spartans were probably better group fighters. They were probably better as a team. So, oh, that's another thing we should talk about. Are we going one-on-one or are we going plural? I think if the mascots... Plural, we should probably do plural, which I think all almost all of them, them are. are, right? Yeah, they're all plural. Yeah. I, have to, okay. I feel really bad about the Gonzaga Bulldogs already. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say we, we these are groups. Okay, so a group of tigers, that doesn't really, they don't really fight together. No, right, they don't get strength in numbers. I, I think that might be the tipping point. I think that's when I would take Spartans. Also, can we have a moment of silence for the Tigers having demolished the the Maryland Terrapins? Which would have been a much more fun matchup. Not for me. My favorite animal is a turtle. Really? Oh, also the Tigers with the Yale Bulldogs. (laughs) 
Oh. Yeah, that one, I mean, that reflected the actual result. That would have been brutal. And the Spartans versus the Golden Gophers in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Cardinals versus Gophers would have been interesting. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and then Flames versus Hokies is interesting. Okay. I don't uh, know. That, this is tough. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Spartans just because of the teamwork, teamwork aspect. Yeah, I'll go with Spartans too, but I, I think in a one-on-one battle, the Tigers would win easily. If you get in the flanks formation, it's going to be hard for a Tiger to get through that. Or if you do that little, like, uh, you know, like the dome of shields with the spears through it. That's the flanks. Oh, the, okay. Or phalanx. I don't know how you pronounce it. Yeah, the phalanx. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we're going right to Cavaliers versus Ducks. Yeah. All right. Cavaliers well, that was pretty easy. Slide. What? Cavaliers in a landslide. Yeah, Cavaliers have swords. See, it gets harder if you take Virginia's fans' nicknames, which are the Wahoos. If I do, still think that they would beat Ducks pretty easily. A, a disembodied term for uh, a group of fans, the Wahoos, beats Ducks. <laughs> All right. I think the Ducks could only win if they used, like, that motor robo-duck. Well, the RoboDuck would destroy all. Yeah, RoboDuck. it would be the winner by far for of this whole tournament. Absolutely. We don't know. That's like, that's like Mechagodzilla coming in. Oh, absolutely it is. Um, um, okay, next one. This is for you. So please explain what a boiler is or a boiler maker is. Well, a boiler maker is someone who works, is, is an engineer who works on a train. So... Um, like but because of Purdue's imagery and their branding, Purdue's mascot, in my opinion, is a functioning train because that's what the boilermakers do. I thought he was just like a man with a giant sledgehammer. Now that's Purdue Pete. Purdue oh. is as the you know, embodied mascot is a man with a sledgehammer. Um, rumored to be a serial serial killer. Just look him up. He oh. haunts your dreams. Look at his eyes. Oh man, this reminds me yeah. of the the Cincinnati Reds mascot. <laughs> yeah, he, his eyes are soulless. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm treating I'm treating Purdue as a functioning train. I am not. I'm treating them as the man with the sledgehammer. Which okay, I mean boilermakers, according to Google, assemble, install, and repair boilers, closed vats, and other large vessels or containers. Yeah, basically engineers. Yep. With sledgehammers. Okay, I still think they beat the volunteers. Obviously, uh, the volunteers also wait. We should probably define a volunteer, right? Well, in Tennessee terms, I believe that's people offering to clean up after the Civil War. No. It's actually volunteer soldiers in the War of 1812, apparently. Wow. Okay. So that's this is actually closer than you would think. That's harder. And I think actually Tennessee would win, but I also don't want them in because I also think about Smokey the dog. Yeah, Smokey the dog would definitely lose to Purdue P. <laughs> Do you want to go with that? Uh, well, I'm picking Purdue regardless because I'm picking – I'm choosing the functioning train version of that mascot. Okay, we can go with that. Wait, before we move on, though, 
Who do you think would have won between the Ducks and the Anteaters? Ooh. I guess Anteaters are carnivores. That gives them a leg up. And they're sloths, and sloths have nasty claws. Yeah, but they're not that big. I mean, nor are ducks. And they're not naturally aggressive. Ducks no, are. Ducks aren't. Now, I would, yeah, so I would pick anteaters over ducks, but I would pick swans over anteaters. I would pick swans over boilermakers. <laughs> I, when I walk, oh, geese equivalent. When I walk from my bus stop home, I always avoid the geese. Like, I am afraid. Right. Territorial, like, yeah. Territorial swans and geese are terrifying. Yeah, it's like there's been a gang infiltrated in the neighborhood. It's, it's hard for me to think that birds are descended from dinosaurs until you run into a goose or a swan. Then I'm like, okay, I can see. This is a modern dinosaur. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm terrified. Okay. Um, yep. So next one, we have Gonzaga Bulldogs and Florida State Seminoles. This one's pretty easy. Cut and dry. Pretty cut and dry. Seminoles are going to win. What? Seminole, Seminoles win. Yeah. Seminoles win easily. They have, like, spears and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bulldogs can't really breathe properly. It plus it sets up a great matchup against whoever we say is winning this next one. Which, okay, Red Raiders or Wolverines? I'm saying Red Raiders easily. Easily. Yeah, they, have, they have guns. Have, have you seen their, um, I forgot what they call them, the Masked Rider or whatever that comes out before football games? Is it basically Zoro? Yes, but with guns. Oh, yeah. It's, well, wait, Zoro doesn't have a gun? Why doesn't he have a gun? He has a sword. He cuts the Z with a sword. Yeah, no, he should have both. Why doesn't he have a gun? His well, I guess maybe he has both, but he's known for his sword. Okay. Wait, what era <laughs> was Zoro in? Why are you bagging on Zoro? No, I'm just thinking about the practicality. Like, you know, in, in Indiana Jones, that sword guy just gets shot so easily by Indiana Jones. There's a character named Zorro who cuts Z's with his sword, and you're thinking, what about the practicality, though? <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, fair. I mean, Red Raiders beat the Wolverines, I think. Wolverines are nasty, though. Tough matchup for Michigan. Tough matchup. They did beat the Gators. Big shout out. Yeah. Yeah. And the Wolf Pack. Damn that. Okay, hang on a second. So this quadrant had the Balls. They had Sun Devils. They had Red Raiders. They had Northern yeah. Kentucky Vikings. Is that it? The Norse. Norsemen. Norse. Kentucky. The Vikings. The Wolf Pack. The Gators. The Michigan Wolverines. And the Montana Grizzlies. Yeah. It is stacked. Plus the catamounts, which are cougars, pumas, yeah. from Vermont. And bears. Golden eagles, whatever. I mean, in a, in a giant fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say uh, Syracuse Orange. By the way, while we're on the subject, when you're playing NCAA Football 14, because I know you do, mm-hmm. um, and you do the mascot games, who do you pick? Uh, I actually like uh, Golden Gopher. I like Benny Gopher. Okay, that's a, that's a good pick. Bucky Badge is also fun. I, I've heard a lot of people picking Stanford. Yeah, the I mean the tree is scary uh, as an as an amalgamation. I Not a huge fan. I mean the the scariest mascot, especially the Pac-12, is Oski the bear for Cal. Oh yeah, I used to pick Oski when I was growing up. 
I actually liked Cal because of Deshaun Jackson and Oski the Bear. Oski is a, he's a he's a decrepit old creepy man, but <laughs> but a bear. Um, it's, well, I pick the orange because I Oski the Bear is like a a weird Miyazaki villain. Yeah, that's a very accurate. I actually have the videos off, but I have two Miyazaki posters right behind me. Yeah. Just got them for my birthday. I bet Oski's on one of them. You just don't know it. No, Totoro. Totoro is on it. Close. I mean, it's close. Yeah. Um, so we have Seminoles and Red Raiders. Now, Tar Heels, they're Tigers. So Tar Heels, by the way, are apparently... It's a Civil War regiment, right? No. Well, so kind of. Yes. So I'm looking up the, the history, and it's like uh, Tar Heels were originally people who worked on the boats, like in the naval industry. Mm-hmm. And then it became a symbol of state pride. Um, and this website kind of ignores the fact that North Carolina soldiers were, you know, fighting for slavery and whatnot. For the Confederacy. Yeah. Um, do you want to count them as Confederate soldiers or like blue collar workers? I'm saying Confederate soldiers. And because Confederate soldiers lost pretty easily, <laughs> I kind of want to pick the Tigers. If I'm picking the Tigers because I'm assuming Confederate soldiers post Sherman, uh, post Sherman run to the cell. Oh, wait, actually, no. Think even at full strength. So those muskets take a long ass time to reload. The the South didn't have the riflemen really, right? Yeah. Plus, well, and if if we add War Eagle on to, on top, if we add a t- oh. the, to the Tigers, that's tough. I like that. And then North Carolina, if we add their mascot of just that little ram guy, we don't really care. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm taking Tigers. Because I think like like the Confederate soldiers, if it was like a like a ten on ten or whatever, they would get shredded. Yeah, I also think it's important that we don't start this podcast off by taking Confederate soldiers. I mean, fair. <laughs> I'm, at least Auburn beat Kansas. Yeah. Because those were, I'm pretty sure the Jayhawks were Confederate soldiers. No, no, no. Kansas was a Union state. I thought the Jayhawks were like, a, well, there was a civil war in Kansas. Well, there, yeah. I mean, Sam, I hate to break this to you, but there's a civil war nationally. And what? There's a there's a national civil war too. Well, no, no, no. I know. I'm saying Kansas was split. Um, yeah. Google's just saying it. It just means someone from Kansas. So. <laughs> okay, so that's an automatic loss for them. Still a loss. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm just trying to. I'm just visualizing Confederate soldiers trying to reload their little muskets and having tigers kind of run at them. <laughs> Plus eagles dropping the tigers off. <laughs> Was this in like Narnia? Did they have this? Um, maybe I don't know. I, I, I all I remember from Narnia is Aslan. So, all right, that's a lion. So nice try, trickster. All right, so cougars versus wildcats. I looked up the weight beforehand because I'm doing. I'm a good journalist and I do my research. Yep, only facts. And uh, cougars weigh around 200 pounds. Wildcats weigh around 15. 15? Yeah, they're small. They're like normal cats. Well, you got to take cougars. <laughs> yeah, pretty easily. 
Um, also, that a human being in Colorado apparently killed a cougar with the bare hands. Yeah, but it was yes, which is very kitten. impressive. It was it a kitten, was, like a forty-pound kitten. It wasn't. Yeah, it was a kitten. I think that if a cougar kitten attacks you, it's it's your right to die. <laughs> the kitten has to eat, and you are. That's fine. <laughs> wow, this is a cutthroat circle of life. I am a very radical environmentalist. And that is, I would consider that take radical. So, living okay. up to your name. Hmm. I I would consider that a pretty radical take. That is, um, yeah. I don't I don't think that you have to kill full grown men to feed kitten cougars, but cougar kittens. Um, okay, fair. <laughs> I'll take that counterpoint. Um. All right. So now in our elite eight, we have. Blue Devils and Spartans, Cavaliers and Boilermakers, Tigers and Cougars. That one's going to be good. And then Seminoles and Red Raiders. Ooh, those are fun matchups. Um, I think Duke wins against the Spartans pretty easily. Yeah, they have guns. They have guns, and they have, I guess, what, another thousand years worth, two thousand years worth of military strategy advancements. <laughs> yeah, and they also work the the Blue Devils were a French group in the Alps, and it's yeah, really really difficult to beat mountain fighters. Yeah, they're survivalists. My sister's dog just barged into my room. Hello, Maya. Oh, and now the fat dog's here. Okay, get out of here. Um, you know, I think that fat dog responds to Duke only. That's now twice he interrupts. She. She interrupts when Duke is mentioned. She's about as thick as I am. You know what? I think I have to take Boilermakers. Oh, over Cavaliers? Yeah. So Cavaliers, they're what, like 18th century French troops? Um, That sound right? I think the... Cavaliers can be of any age. I think it just means someone on horseback, right? Oh, does it? I thought that they were like little... Hang on a second. Supporter of King Charles I in the English Civil War. Oh, okay. So... Never mind. They were like knights, basically. Oh, they were on horseback. I got half right. Yeah, yeah, it says horsemen. Okay. I thought Cavalier was a French word, and I did not realize it was a very literal um, English word. Like cavalry. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Um, I'm still I, taking the train. You still take Boilermakers? I, well, because we have disagreements over what the Boilermakers represent. Yeah, I think a man with a sledgehammer would lose this pretty easily. Yes, but a functioning train beats almost uh, everything. Actually, no. Even a man with a sledgehammer, depending if he's like a large industrial man, if he's no, he if loses the horses. Someone, what? He loses the horses. Oh, I forgot about horses. I was thinking just the little guy with the sword, and he's like five foot three and malnourished because he's English in the twelfth century or whatever. Unfortunately, they have horses. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pick Cavaliers. 
I'm, I'm taking the train. I mean, if it's a train, I'm going to take the train, but I don't think it's a train. That's fine. We can disagree. Just know that I'm right. All right. We're probably going to disagree on this next one, too, but Seminoles versus Red Raiders. I'm taking Red Raiders. I'm taking Seminoles easy. Oh, my God. Do you so know? I guess Seminoles are pretty – they're pretty huge as a tribe. No, they're also – like, like what terrain, too? Is this neutral or is this – Well, who's the higher seat? Oh, Texas. shit. No, Texas Tech's going to win that then. Yep. So Seminoles, for me, if they are in Florida, they're, they're unbeatable. Yeah. The U.S. sent in their entire fucking army with Andrew Jackson, and they couldn't get the Seminoles out. Yeah. But if it's in, like, Lubbock. Yeah, where there's no cover. It's just That's desert. like putting the Viet Cong in Baghdad. <laughs> right, two birds, one stone. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would not – I mean, there's nothing there's, – you can't practice guerrilla warfare when there's no cover – can't really hide your numbers. Ah, damn it. I don't want to take the Red Raiders, but I have to. It's Red Raiders. It has to be. Wait, hang on. Does it say on the this tournament thing where the game is? Uh, where is the West Regional? Is it LA? These games are... See what the internet says. While we're waiting, I think um, I think it's pretty easy to take um, the Cougars in the next round over the Tigers. Over the Tigers? Cougars have environment. They they pick the terrain. They're the higher seats, so they get home court. I don't think the terrain's gonna matter. I, I, I don't think the Tigers can – are they mountainous? I didn't think Tigers lived in the mountains. I mean, they're not necessarily mountainous, but I don't think that matters. They're cats. They're agile. These guys live in the Bangladesh forest. Tigers are not agile cats. They are, uh, they are giants. They're like 800 pounds or something. Oh, my God. That is huge. Well, um, depending on the tiger, I should say. Are we, are we going to go with higher seed or are we going to go with Midwest? Not that that makes a difference. <laughs> Yeah, male male banger ti- male Bengal tigers can grow up to 500 pounds. Siberian tigers, they will tell me. Oh, so the West Regionals in Anaheim. So Texas Tech over Florida State. Yeah, I still, I, I think I still. Yeah. Midwest is in Kansas City. Does that make a difference for you? I no, you. I'll take tigers. I think. If it's Kansas City, I'll take Tigers. I think Tigers just have so much, like, they're so They're, they're so, so much bigger. They can take way more hits. Than yeah. You. Okay. So my final four, I have Cavaliers, Tigers, and then Red Raiders and Blue Devils. Yep. I have Red Raiders, Blue Devils, and obviously Boilermakers, <laughs> Tigers. I can't wait for your Red Raiders Boilermakers <laughs> final where it's basically Zoro hijacking a train. And that's that's what it is. I mean you've that is what my final will be. Have you seen the assassination of Jesse James by the coward, by the coward Robert Ford? Yeah. Yes I have. Big it's shout it. out to Sam Rockwell on that. If uh, Brad Pitt. 
No, Steve Markle was awesome with that. I, I refuse. I mean, I'm only going to give props to Brad Pitt in that movie because he was. He was Jesse James. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't sleep in that movie. I'm not going to. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking Red Raiders to beat the Blue Devils. And I'm taking Wait, what? Raiders. So the Red Raiders. What era are we giving them? Well, let's see what the Mass Raider says. Because. Blue Devils, they sound older, but they're newer, probably. The Masked Rider, uh, or originally the Ghost Rider, um, first appeared in 1936. Are we saying that's when it happened? No. We're not calling the Spartans whenever Michigan State was founded. <laughs> um, Were there Raiders in Texas in the 30s? Um, I don't know. I mean, he Honestly, has, there could have been. The, the Masked Rider has at least, like, guns. I don't think they're, like, blunderbusses or... I mean, so does the Blue Devils. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's tough. Also, keep in mind that Red Raiders are probably somewhat amateur because they're pirates. Whereas the Blue Devils, again, are the elite force of military whatever. Yeah, it's hard and to as we saw As we saw in Narcos, not to do any spoilers or anything, because this was like literally season one, but when the cartel had all their hitmen... Uh, oh, my dog is crying. Sorry. When the cartel had all their hitmen in that compound, the police, all they had to do was call in like a special trained ops, and they took care of them like it was nothing. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think I'll take the Blue Devils. Especially okay. because they, they can just adapt so well they can train. They were trained on the Alps. That's crazy. Yeah. I still take Boilermakers all the way, though. You can't stop a train. <laughs> Lawrence Arabia did during World War One. That's how they won. They just took out all the Turkish trains. That's true, but that's probably because they didn't have enough boilermakers on that train. <laughs> no, they had bombs that they set on the railroads. Think about how many boilers they can make on that train. Um, okay, Jack. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Cavaliers over the boilermakers. Oh, wait, I already did. You already did. Um, I'm going to pick the Cavaliers over Tigers. I would. That's wait, what I would do. No, wait, what am I saying? No, I'm not gonna pick them over the Tigers. Oh, I would. We picked um um some team. We picked the Tigers over World War uh, over um Civil War troops. <laughs> if they can right, but that was also because they were Civil War troops. Are we saying the Civil War troops had horses? I didn't think so. They had horses. It's just they didn't work. I don't think in this control scenario we gave the Tar Heels horses. I think Tigers would demolish cavalry. Okay, you can pick them. I mean, I'm, I'm already – this is up to you. I'm already stuck on the trains. trains right, are I'm picking Tigers. And then Blue Devils versus Tigers for me. It's got to be Blue Devils. Devils. It's got to be Blue Devils. It has to be. Duke wins mascot bracket or non-mascot bracket. Yeah, that could happen. They usually win 
my brackets because I usually think of them as immortal blue devils. As immortal, yeah. I mean, if we expand the, the field to 64, St. Louis is a pretty good shot because they're Billiken. I think a little like trickster spirits. At the same time, though, you could say the Liberty Flames would win. Oh, Iowa State Cyclones. Cyclones are pretty good. I have Cyclones usually advancing pretty far. Um, so you have Boilermakers winning. I have Boilermakers winning it all again. What is the Utah State mascot? They're the Aggies. They're it's a giant bowl. Okay. Yeah, Aggies are not fun. Do you know what bracket. Abilene Christian is? Um, no, I think that are they the Wildcats? Are they the Lions? Probably the Wildcats. Everybody is, except for you know the Buffaloes. They are the Wildcats. <laughs> Damn, that's insane. That West Regional is so stacked with all those yeah, they have, fine creatures. I would probably have the Sun Devils winning it, to be honest. Well, yeah. Same, same thing with the Billikens. It's, when you're supernatural, it's hard to lose. Or a quote of the day. <laughs> that's the poll quote for the podcast right there. All right, who do you have winning tomorrow? Last thing. Uh, well, my heart says... My heart says CU. They match up pretty well against Texas. Texas doesn't have any wing scorers. Uh, the nice thing is McKinley Wright played with and against Jericho Sims for a while. They both are from Minnesota. So he kind of knows a little bit about him, and he is scary athletic. I'm not scared. Um, so I'd be worried about him inside because I don't know if we have anyone that can match that. No, well, not necessarily, but we don't have to. I don't think Roach is going to do much off the dribble against us. I, it's tough. I want CU to win, but they need to shoot well. There's no home court advantage. Almost none, yeah. They, Xavier almost beat Texas, and Xavier is not good. They drew like 2,500 for that game. I'm, I would be more worried about playing Xavier than Texas. I think Texas is not that motivated to be here. True. And I think CU realizes the, if they win this, they go to Madison Square Garden. Hell yeah. Which Are, are you going to go? Uh, that's, I wish I could answer. I wish I had that dilemma. I, my biggest hope is after tomorrow I have to make that decision. I hope so too. Yeah. I have to give a guest lecture and I have to finish my thesis. Just give it from New York. <laughs> Skype in. Just Skype in. That'd be a flex. Well, with the miracle of biotechnology, we can now record and distribute a podcast. Wow. How was that? Okay. Are we good? Uh, I think we're good. We forgot to add break again. Oh, is there an ad? Did we? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye, Jack. See ya.